What's up, beautiful people? It's me, Ricky Jones Jr. back again for another episode. And largely, this episode is going to help you rekindle your relationship with God. But more than anything, see the insights of why you should be connected with God as you are living life here on earth. And one of the first things that come to mind is for the very fact that God is the potter, right? And seeing him as the potter, which I think uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, the name of their church is the potter's house, which beautiful, beautiful name. Like that was smart. That was prophetic in the name of the church. And even with that visual of God being the potter and we are the clay, if you know the way clay is structured and molded into the mold, whether it's a plate, whether it's a bowl, whether it's a cup, whether it's whatever it is, right? It always has to be within the potter's hands. It The potter has to have water that is shaping the clay because if there's no water with the potter's hands, then the clay could stick on the potter's hands. But more than anything, what I want to depict and show us all is for the very fact of us as being the clay that's always being molded by the potter's hand. God's hands are always on us. God's presence is always with us. God says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I pray that by the end of this episode that you're knowledgeable of the necessity for the very fact that we should always have our connection with God to be strengthened. And the truth that of the matter is, well, truth is, as some would say, shouts out to my brother, truth is, is us being connected with God is one of the most important things that we can do in our lives. Because again, hey, being connected with God is being connected with the creator of our very lives. Being connected with God is being connected with the one that has created everything that we can see, experience, and know of. And so I'm going to just tap into the word, okay? We're going to join John in the book of John chapter 12 verse 49 and so I love this part because these are the words of Jesus we're gonna start off with what Jesus said which I, I y'all know I'd be rocking the braces uh what would Jesus do I still rock the braces because it keeps me focused it keeps me in line it keeps me in order oftentimes and here we're gonna see what Jesus would do Jesus said here I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. How often have we said a thing and we thought to ourselves, oh my gosh, I wish I did not say that. Or oh my goodness, I can't imagine the repercussions that are to come because of the words that came out of my mouth. Well, hey, let's take a page from Jesus. Let's do what Jesus would do and say only the things in which the Father would have for us to say or do the things only the Father is leading us to do. And that could be a little nerve-wracking for some of us because we're like, wait a minute, like, am I going to be able to speak? Because if I can only say what God would want me to say and I, I don't I don't know what God wants me to say in this situation, then what do I do? Well, okay. That's fair. Well, hey, tap into the word. First off, tap into the word. That is going to give us direction on the ways in which God has said a thing or the ways in which God would have for us to do a thing. Because Jesus has lived a beautiful life that has been recorded in the four gospels. But then as well, we also have the books that Paul wrote and the other uh, writers have penned that let us know the ways of God, the thought of God and the way in which God has conducted his life and done things 
things through the lives of others. And so through those examples, we can do as God would have for us to do and say as God has allowed for them to say. And I'm even thinking of the very uh, story. I forgot um, who it was, but there was somebody that was before others. And they were like, I don't know what to say. Maybe it was Moses. Maybe it was Moses, but I'm thinking it was New Testament, but it probably was in both cases because God worked in both ways. And so it was the example of where... I'm going to just say the story of Moses, which it was a beautiful story because God had prepared Moses to go before the people. And God, Moses was like, I mean, I don't know what to say. Who, who should I say sent me to lead these people, right? These people out of Egypt. And God was like, just say, I am. I am has sent you. And I love that very phrase because God was saying whatever that you needed. And as he said to Moses, then he's saying to us now that whatever we need of him to be, he can be that, right? He is the great I am, fill in the blank after the I am. I am a provider. I am a leader. I am a director. I am a way maker. I am breakthrough. I am deliverance. I am restoration. I am wholeness. Whatever you need God to be, as you're connected with him, as you're connected through the true vine, you will be able to receive that what you need, right? And so as Moses was able to boldly say it, so can you boldly say it. I am connected to the I am. And speaking of connection, let's tap into in John chapter 15, uh, verse 5 through verse 8. I love this because as we're connected to the true vine, which is Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our Deliverer, our way maker, our provider, our victor, right? The one that allows for us to go boldly before God. Let's see what he has to say about who he is and who and how we should be connected to him. Yes, I am the vine, Jesus says. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Far apart from me, you can do nothing. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So I love this very passage of scripture because it lets me know where I should find my rest, where I should find my connectivity, where I should find my hope, where I should find my home. That is in Jesus, right? He is the vine, the vine being connected. What What is the purpose of a vine and a branch? Well, you have to think about a tree, okay? In which I love trees. I love gardening. I love planting. So I'm like, you know, I'm bursting these things. And so the purpose of a vine is to bring nutrition, to bring uh, water, to bring food to the tree from the trunk to the branches to the leaves receives from the vine. And so Jesus being the vine connected to the father, one with the father, gives us the nutrients we need, gives us what's necessary for life, gives us the words of comfort, gives us the... uh, victory, right? But then not only give us the right, Jesus gives us the right to come before the Father. And so the fun thing about vines is that you usually don't see them. There are some trees like oak trees or big old trees that maybe the vines start coming above ground because there isn't space underground for them to grow. So they'll just keep growing. And the purpose of vines is to grow to find the water, to go to find the nutrients, well really is the water, Uh, but to go to find the nutrients and the water for the plant itself to be able to 
grow. And so what is that a depiction of with Jesus? Jesus has gone the great length to provide for us all that we need. He's the ultimate sacrifice for us, for all that will receive and believe on him, for us to be able to go before the Father, which has everything that we need, that has all the supply that we need, that has all the answers that we're searching for, that has everything that we are looking ultimately sometimes in this world for. God is the answer for it. So be connected to the vine. And what does it says when we're connected to the vine? That we will produce much fruit. The beautiful thing about fruit, which it even recalls in the book of Genesis, however, fruit is something that bears seeds within itself that able to reproduce itself. So as we are connected to the vine, us being branches connected to the tree, which is the body, right? Us being branches, we have the ability as we show love, as we are a light, as we are executors of what God has shared and delivered for us to do. We are then able to produce those that are like Christ. Because ultimately, we aren't reproducers of ourselves, but we're producers of fruit, which are those that are like Christ, that then goes out and does what God would have for them to do, and that then also resembles the life of Christ. And that's a great thing. That's a great multiplication. That's a great... Uh, way in which we have the ability to expand the kingdom, grow the kingdom, and be producers of those that will be available to live in the kingdom. But then it goes on to say in verse 7, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. So this is fun, right? This is a fun scripture to read on, to meditate on, to allow God to truly expose all that he truly meant and was saying in this passage of scripture. However, what I'm able to draw out at this very moment is for the very fact of the other scripture that goes along with it that says, for those that delight themselves in the Lord, that he will give us the desires of our heart. Where here it says that uh, if my words, Jesus saying, if Jesus' words remain in me, I may ask for anything I want and it will be granted. So this is fun because it says I can ask for anything. And so what are the things that you've been asking for or what are the things that you've stopped or neglected to ask God for for various reasons? Well, hey, being connected to the vine, being connected to the source, being rekindled with our relationship with God, we then have the ability for God's words to be remain in us. In other scriptures, it says that that it'll be like written on the tablets of our hearts. And so with those words within us, we then know how to ask for things, not only in God's will, but then also the desires that we have here on earth, and it will be granted to us. Now, the fun thing about the scripture is that it doesn't say when it will be granted. It just says it will be granted. So I say that to say, don't go weary in well-doing for in due season we will reap if we faint not. Bible. But outside of that truth, the truth of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, when we ask for what we want, cast it. Cast it. Give it to God. Leave it there. Allow for faith to receive what you can believe, and it will be so, right? There are some things that I'm hoping for. There are some things that I've asked God for, and I'm believing that I receive it. And the fun thing is, man, it's, it's beautiful and great how as this word's continues to be developed within us, we can see how it connects. And so one of the scriptures that just illuminates within me is when it was said to um, Mary, how blessed is she because she believed that she would bear 
the baby of God, right? She would bear Jesus. Elizabeth was saying this to her. Elizabeth was saying, man, you are already blessed because you believe. And I'm saying that to you, my brother, my sister, as you are listening, blessed are you because you believe the very words of God as it is written in the book of God. As you pray, as you cast your cares, your desires, your wants on God, knowing that as it says here, that it will be granted. Blessed are you because you've already believed that you received even before you've had it. And so then it goes on to say, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. If you want to bring great glory to our father, produce much fruit. So that we are, again, bringing other disciples to Christ, other disciples to God that will live out a life that not only is pleasing to them, because when you are living for God, you will live a life that's pleasing to yourself, right? You don't have to look over your shoulder wondering if somebody you did wrong is coming after you, nor do you have to look up your shoulder thinking, oh man, like, mm, I should have been in that place or mm, I shouldn't have broke her heart or broke his heart. So maybe they're going to come for me, slash my tires or key my car. Like, no. Oh, you don't have to be worried about like that anymore, life like that anymore, because you're not doing those things as you are pleasing God. You can please yourself because you can be relaxed. You can not be worried, but be focused on what's ahead, allow for you to be able to minister to others as God will give you the ability to minister, right? Whether it's a now word or a word to come, God will allow for you to do those things because you're open to hearing from him. But then what does it say? God says to reconnect with the one that's for all and can empower all who connect with him. So ladies and gentlemen, I pray that in this time, right, as we are winding up the year, as you're looking ahead for what 2024 has to offer, or if you're now listening to this in 2024, I pray that you can reconnect with God because he can empower you, right? Um, in other passages of scriptures, it lets us know that Having God within us is a power, right? Having God within us is a strength. Having God within us is a knowing because we have the counselor. We have the advocate within us, which is the Holy Spirit. And one of the things that Holy Spirit would do is tell us of things to come. Tell us of what's ahead. And so it gives us that, uh, that victory. It gives us that unfair advantage, right? Where people, we have an advantage. We have an advantage having Christ in our life. And I want you to be able to live with the advantage that Christ within you will have for you, right? As scripture lets us know, greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. We don't have to go against. And it also says in Ephesians, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So the things that you're even battling against is not with our brothers and our sisters and the people that we see, but the unseen world, but greater is he that's within us. And so allow for the greater to be strong, prevalent, and wise within you. Be guided by what's within you, which should be the Holy Spirit. Be reconnected with the true vine, with Jesus that will supply all that you need, right? Our God is the supplier. What then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I pray that we live out our lives from this episode forward, rekindled, reunited, um, just restored in our relationship with God. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray that that does take place wherever we are in our walk with Christ, with our walk with God or in life in general. And so I thank you, Lord God, for this moment that you've preordained for us all to be together. And I thank you, Lord God, through what's been shared. Lord God, that you have reminded us that we can say what the Father 
has directed for us to say we could do what the father has directed us to do as you did Jesus but then also we thank you Jesus for being the vine being the vine and we are the branches being connected to you I thank you Lord God that we will produce more fruit much fruit great fruit other disciples for Jesus disciples of Jesus and I thank you that it will bring glory to the father and I thank you Lord God as we are reconnecting with you Lord God that your arms are open wide that we will fill your embrace that we will know that you are there and we'll be happy because of what's in store through the life that you would have to live with us Lord God and I thank you for the men the women that are coming back to you knowing that there's more in store and I thank you Lord God that you will start illuminating opening up and speaking to what more that you have in store for their lives and I thank you that they will have the boldness the courage and the curiosity to explore and go into the places of the unknown to be able to do all that you have preordained for them to do, say, and accomplish. And I thank you, Lord God, that you would get all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. It's in your son's name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Great people, great people, great people. I love you all. I appreciate you all. I'm thankful for this time that we had together. And I pray that if it was a benefit to you, that you would like it, that you would give this five stars on your favorite podcast platform. But then even better than that, share with somebody else. Because not only was this word and could be beneficial to you, but it could be for somebody else as well. So tap into your community, think on your family, friends, and loved ones, but then more than importantly, allow for the word of God to share with them who they are as it has shared with you in this time today. Until next time, girl, Huba, I love you. Oh, 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 oh. Let's use that bad singing. Peace. <laughs>